0: hey everybody it's sam jones and tova and this is the business of marriage we are excited once again to bring you all things marriage all things business and uh you know we got some important things that we're talking about today uh but more so on the relaxed side of things so excited to be here babe how was your day this
1: Palm trees. We are living through you guys. So thank you. Thank you for sharing yes. for sharing those moments with thank us, you. but I, I've had a good week.
0: Mm, that's so blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So blessed. I have had a wonderful week spending time looking at you all day long.
1: Not all day because you still work. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Don't get in trouble <laughs> for, for for his bosses. He has been working. He ain't been looking in my face. All day. I just
0: feel like I've been able to see you every day. Yeah. It's I'm been a,
1: kind of a lax week. Yeah, yeah. It definitely has
0: been. That's true. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll jump right in. Uh we're not gonna do a ten minute intro <laughs> and then have ten minutes <laughs> of content uh today. So we'll uh we'll get we'll get right into the question. So question of the day for for you um is um if you could have any dream business what would that dream business be
1: honestly i think i've had my dream business hmm, interesting yeah i've always wanted to own a boutique even when we first got married um you had i told you this vision i showed you like some stores that i really liked and one of the things that i remember when we first dated you had someone draw out My store, Hmm. and I have it framed and hung up, and that literally is my dream job. I love, um, I don't even want to say fashion. Sure, I I love, um, just being able to dress plus size women like myself. In um, dope clothes. I mean, I've been plus-sized my whole life. And so the options of clothing have been few up until now. Now people are tr- trying to get on the bandwagon of, you know, providing plus-sized women with nice, trendy clothing. But growing up, it was horrible. Mm. And I've always, when I'm like, I'm going to open me up a store that is for young, plus-sized women who are um, comfortable in their skin and want to look nice. And I did that. And so it's going to make a comeback for all of my Love Jones people, all of my Love Jones, my lovers. <laughs> um, it, it will make a comeback. But I think that's that's my dream business. What that's about
0: you? Sort of, you know what? I had to think about my own question because I really don't know. So I'm going to get creative in the moment. What I would like to see for myself uh, based on my aptitude, skills, and talents. Not, not aptitude. Uh, yeah, listen. Uh, actually, <laughs> what I would like to do is potentially have like a – a combo business where like it's a sports firm um, for like young athletes coming out of college, but also it includes counseling for mental health and all these other types of things that helps the student athlete coming out of college now don't nobody go out there and steal my idea because i will find you and you heard it right here on the oh business of marriage
1: what? that's um, so you that's so you sports creative. counseling listen um and and a lot of athletes need that mental health they do. aspect they outside do. of just you know um signing on that dotted line and becoming an instant superstar that stuff play a lot on your psyche
0: yeah, I think that'll be dope.
1: Yeah, that will that will be super dope. I think you can make it happen. That's, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we are jumping right in into our discussion today. Y'all know we love to chit chat, and once again, y'all know Instagram. If you aren't following us, Tova Jones on Instagram and. Sam Jones
0: 0608.
1: <laughs> um, please do, especially mine. We have a lot of great discussions. And so today is kind of gonna be like a story time. Um, I posted a picture of Sam and I a while back and I gave this whole story about how um that picture we were at another photo shoot. It was actually for Love Jones Um, and I pulled Sam into the picture and he was a good sport. He doesn't really like taking pictures. Mm -hmm. He was a really good sport and I kind of began to tell the story of how um, he set me down and really changed my perspective on some things. And so we're going to talk about um, that moment that kind of changed the trajectory of our life. So if you don't know a lot about us, we've been married going on seven years, and out of those seven years, we have collectively been entrepreneurs for six, <laughs> yep. and our first entrepreneurial endeavor happened in a time of need. So about three, two or three months into our marriage, y'all, we both quit our jobs. We both quit our jobs. Don't do it. Don't listen. That's that's a podcast don't for a whole it. nother day. But we both quit our jobs literally weeks apart, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie, our faith was on ten. But that that always don't mean that you should do something just because you got faith and hope that God's gonna work it out.
0: And, and just for clarity purposes, we quit our jobs without the privilege of having support to
1: continue.
0: Th- to thrive in basically we
1: didn't have no coins no, no money no money no saved up. so i don't know what we were young we yes. were really young and ambitious and in love and we didn't seek guidance or wisdom we just went out on a whim so we don't we don't think that's smart so don't do that <laughs> um and so our first entrepreneurial endeavor together we started selling t-shirts and um back then The Flawless song was out, and so I made my first shirt, and it was called The Flawless Tea. And it had the words "flawless" and it had a scripture that went along with it. On top of that, we were still doing me and Mrs. Jones, and so we came up with this really idea, really good idea. We thought to monetize that, which was to have live experiences. Mm -hmm. So what we would do, we would do like a live studio audience. We'll charge like five dollars to come be a part. And you know, we were like, this, this could we could do this, we could do this, y'all. Thank shout out to all of our family and friends who really were in the audience that day <laughs> that day to support us y'all didn't want to tell us that what is wrong with y'all why did y'all do this but the place was packed it, it was, was with people that we loved and that loved us and they paid their money and we had a great show um i think you can still see it on youtube actually yeah, you sure um and we had a great great show we made like some money and we were so excited and we were like, okay, we're gonna sow this money and we're gonna give it back, believing that God's gonna bless us. Caveat, <laughs> we just knew because it was like a thousand dollars that it wasn't like fifty dollars or nothing like that, it was like a thousand dollars, and we definitely could have used that. Mm-hmm. Like when we said we had no, we had, we was begging, not begging, we were asking family and friends. Family. We just gonna say family. family. We were asking family for money. That like that's how low we were on funds. And so for us to give that money was an act of obedience, number one. But I really think we were just like, Okay, God, if it don't meet a need, it's a seed Mm -hmm. and you will give it back to us. Good measure, press down, (laughs) shake it together, and run it over. And he didn't give it back that quickly Mm-mm. what what you think sir?
0: not n- not quick at all <laughs> months <laughs> months and years later
1: <laughs> yeah we we might just now be seeing harvest <laughs> of of that one seed yes. and,
0: and i think we need to explain this in church colloquialisms and or basis of our belief what we what we did was in a, in a layman's terms we gave our what we made to through a charitable donation to a church. Mm-hmm. And in that, one of our belief systems was, Lord, when we give what we have, we're believing that you're going to give us uh, a harvest or something back in return, eventually, sometime, to meet the needs that we have. Just to explain that, because people yeah. don't know. They yeah. don't know what that
1: means. And, and the law of reciprocity is real. Yeah. Like, we're not dogging it, because like I just say that I believe that we're risk living in the seed that we sown. Exactly. Six years ago. Exactly. Um, but from there we, we were waiting and waiting like God you about to blow our minds. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not quite yet. We had a couple of repossession scares. Sure did. We had sure did. some shut off notices and nothing. literally but one thing I can say mm-hmm. nothing ever really got shut off. Nope. Nothing ever really got possessed, repossessed.
0: I had to outrun some people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but God kept us. I y'all sure did. And so I was like, okay, so in the midst of all of that, we went to a retreat with our church and we talked a lot about vision casting and writing the vision and making it plain. And so we get back on this high, like, okay, God, we feel like we got a game plan, all of this. Sam sits down and says, it's time for you to open up Love Jones. I said, I said, say what? Hmm. It take money to make money, baby. Mm -hmm. We we, We don't got no money. We ain't got no money. Right. He was like, I heard the Lord clear as day say, it's time to open up Love Jones. Baby, when you heard the Lord say that, what was your thought process?
0: We broke and we need some money. (laughs) And God got to make a way for us to get through. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) that's straight up but no I really believe that you had certain skills talents abilities to be able to to get to certain things Mm -hmm. and and do certain things I think with you I'd always seen that there's this entrepreneur at heart and that you had a desire to help and support and I was like well why not do it now, you know, and in doing it now, I believe that God would only bless you to bless the people that you wanted to help and support. You know, you had a mission to help, like you just said, you know, plus size ladies feel good about themselves, Mm -hmm. have some fashion, not just have some blank canvas clothing, Mm -hmm. you know, but really have something that they felt they could step out in and and wreck the city. So I was like, why not? It's a great idea. Let's go after it.
1: Yeah. And God began to open up doors where I was able to, Make Love Jones a reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, to make a long story short, I was in fashion shows with Google Atkins. Mm -hmm. I got to sell clothes all over the country. Um, It was just a great time. So then from there... I came up with another business idea, which was the pop-up shop GR. It was a space that we allow other people to come in, rent out space in downtown Grand Rapids and allow other businesses who, like myself, just needed a place to settle, just needed a place to land, to to get their brand awareness out there, to... um, get that brick and mortar feel without the bill. Mm-hmm. That, was that was our tagline. That, yeah. that was our slogan. I think it was dope. Um, and I did that. We did that for two years. So all behind the scenes, Sam has been there driving, putting his dreams and goals on the back burner. Granted, he was going to school. So in the midst of our financial hardships, he decided to take a career pivot Yep. and sure pursue did. counseling. I did. His undergraduate degree is in business, business HR. Yeah. And so he made it like, babe, I really want to go back to school. And so while I'm coming up with all these businesses, he's going back to school. We know in about two and a half years, he's going to be done. He's going to be able to, you know, counsel in the midst of that. I have the pop-up shop. It's not going how we thought it would. (laughs) We're having ups and downs and that's with any business ups and downs. And eventually, we end up closing the pop-up shop for, for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. But one of those reasons was because Sam set me down and had this conversation with me. Mm. And he said, and I don't even know if he remembers this verbatim, but it changed the trajectory of my life. He said, babe, I want you to find your purpose. What God has called you to do. You can do so many different things, But what are you to do with the rest of your life? Hmm. And y'all, I'm going to be real. I was pissed. I was upset. I'm like, I'm out here doing business after business, pitch competitions, news uh, interviews, getting FaceTime out in the community. And you gonna sit here and tell me this is not what I should be doing. Babe, what were you thinking at that? Like, I know that conversation was hard for you Mm -hmm. to have with me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had seen you so much in spaces where, you know, I think from the beginning, number one, when we first were getting married, first started, I saw you with so many, again, skills and talents Mm -hmm, and things mm -hmm. that you desired to do. Once you started to do them, I also saw these things pop up in you where I was like, she's a she's a like serial entrepreneur. She launches things, but it doesn't mean she's meant to manage them. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I think you remember me saying that phrase quite a bit. I see you as a launcher, someone that can almost set the design, get the data, Mm -hmm. create what it is, the mobile, the thing that was going to be for maybe even someone else. But then in that seeing you manage things that you became less and less passionate about Mm -hmm. also revealed to me that, well, I wonder if she's noticing what her purpose may be as it aligns with these things. Mm-hmm. And I think this project in, in business after business, it began to show your frustrations. It mm-hmm. began to show, you know, the time involved and things that was just like needed for certain things to thrive and be successful. And in it, it wasn't that you couldn't be successful. It was that you could be more successful in being able to find a niche of what you do, how you do it, and then being able to share and prop up others, maybe even to be able to do those things. And so for me, it was like, hmm, to me, it's like her purpose is becoming more clear. But to her, she's still trying to like figure out and navigate those things just for starters sake.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that you said to me was that, you can't continue to operate out of place of a need mm-hmm. because if you think about it, we go back to the beginning of our entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. We were trying to fill a need. Uh, yep, satisfy a need. Yep, and we had got to a point where Sam is like, you don't have to lit- hustle. We were, I, we were literally hustling.
0: And that's what we did, hustlers.
1: Like, I'm hustler. a hustler, baby. Like literally we were hustling to get to the next dollar. The next idea was going to be that idea that would help us to not have to chase the dollar. Mm -hmm. And so when he said that I really went into prayer and ladies, it's so important that you can have a partner, a spouse, a man that can see you, can see your frustrations, can see that you're not really operating in your purpose completely and be able to have that conversation with you without you popping off. I ain't going to lie. It was very hard for me because these businesses were like my baby. So this was before Olivia. These these businesses were a part of me. And so I went and I prayed and I cried and I sought God and I said, "Lord, what am I to do? I'm a think tank. I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. I can come up with ideas in my sleep yep. and and execute it and I can make, what what do you want me to do?" And y'all clear as day. The Lord said, I want you to focus on being a wife and a mother. Mind you, this was almost a year and a half before Olivia even was even thought of. And I knew that it was now my husband's turn for me to support him as he has supported me for four to five years in my entrepreneurial journey. He graduated. He has the credentials and now it's his turn to go forth and live and do and be. And as his helpmate, I needed to be that cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Sam in that transition, how did you feel when I said those words? Cause I came back to you and I told you what the Lord said. Mm-hmm. how did you feel? Like, what What was your response? I think
0: initially surprised. Yeah. You know, I think initially it was like, you know, I don't know how this is going to go um, in relationship to how I supported you. Because here's here's a real a real like uh, thought and expression of what went down in my brain like. I did support you, Mm -hmm. but in those moments where I could have done more, I think I recognize that. And so initially when you were sharing and saying those things, it was like, well, like, is she going to do what I did? (laughs) You know, I supported, but did I give my full effort? Is she going to give her full effort and what that support means? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so I could think back about it from a frame of, you know, you know, as a man, like you think about what you're doing to support your spouse you know, and her dreams and goals and desires, and and in many cases, some some guys may not go after what they really want because, like me, well, I didn't really do my best, or I yeah. could have done better. Um, but in those moments, I think when you said that, it's like, man, it was encouraging. Mm-hmm. It was a supportive, to know that you would be there for me, yeah. and be there to you know kind of be my cheerleader, cheerleader, like you said along the way, even though you didn't necessarily know what that would mean right. for my profession,
1: yeah. <laughs> Because I think we've had that conversation multiple times. We asked, I asked you, well, what does that look like? Exactly. Well, what does me helping you look like? Well, what does me, you know, how can I support you in a better way? And it took almost a year or two Mm -hmm. for us to really navigate what that will look like because I think we were both so used to you supporting me and Mm -hmm. me being the face and Mm -hmm. me being the, the, the one out in front. But Fast forward, once we got that rhythm, God began to open doors. Mm -hmm. And I think it all went back to order. You get what I'm saying? Like, and don't get me wrong. Women, we have the power to be entrepreneurs, moms, wives, wife, wife, (laughs) all of that at the same time. But I believe there comes a season in our lives throughout our lives where we have to be a helpmate and for that season of our life, we're still currently in it. Still, we're coming out of it a little bit. It's it's now getting, we're getting the, you know, the, the judge of it, but it was a time where I needed to give you what you needed because the helpmate, your favor. You needed me to support you to get to the next level of what you had to do. And like I stated in that post, Once I made that decision Mm -hmm. and I kind of went kicking and screaming on the inside, I didn't really (laughs) make that known to you. But on the inside, I was so crushed. I felt like my creative spirit was diminished. I felt like I was living in someone else's shoes. And then when Olivia came, I really felt like, who is this? Like, (laughs) what am I to do again? You know, and God just kept bringing that back to my remembrance, like be a full wife be a full mother. When I say full, I mean cognizant, sober-minded, in it, not not distracted. Yeah. And I think that was good because we didn't know COVID was coming. Yeah. We didn't We didn't know a lot of things were getting ready to come, and if I was distracted with so many other things, I think that would have rocked the foundation, but when COVID hit, we were able to just hone in and focus and think and brainstorm about the wisdom center and what we can do. And, you know, it just kind of meshed and it became the most lucrative times of our life. Yeah, Like I feel like now we're in a space where we don't have to hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like That's true, where we can literally rest in the, the awe knowing that God got us. Mm-hmm. And I really think that came when I made that decision to be like, I'm going to focus on being a wife And being a mom and being what my husband needs. And so I just wanted to take, we just wanted to do a quick story time and to really just give you guys a backstory to that post. Because I got so many people in agreement like, yes, girl. Yes. And I think the overall message of that is for wives, wives, God will not forget about you. Sure won't. Even for husbands. So good. God is going to complete the work that he started in you. That's good. Even if you have to pause or take a break or switch. And that's the good thing about being in covenant with somebody. When one person win, the house wins. When, when one person wins, the relationship, the, the the children, the wife, the everybody wins. And so that's another piece of marriage of not being selfish. You have to be selfless in order to gain reward, in order to gain you know just peace and, and prosperity. You have to be you have to sacrifice. Yeah,
0: and for the men. If your spouse, your wife, is out there getting it, it does not mean you have to compete.
1: Ooh, that's good.
0: You don't have to compete. In fact, when you cover, you don't have to compete. And yes, there's your frame for you. There's there's a diamond of the day. When the gym. you cover, when you cover, you don't wow. have to compete. And mm. in, and in doing that, man, it's 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 everything has a time and a season Mm -hmm. and in those times and in those seasons it just gives you the opportunity to be like you know what my wife is killing it she's gonna kill her I see something in her I'm gonna make sure she's out front killing it doing her thing and then if a season comes where it switches for you amen guess what your wife gets to be the one that then you know pushes you and she leads you around and I think that it's being willing to have those conversations and know that in in your manhood guess what in your manhood you can still be a man and not have to always be out front.
1: Listen, you don't, when you cover, you don't have to compete. I'm telling you. That's the gem. Y'all know, y'all know Sam (laughs) be out here dropping (laughs) these gems, y'all. I didn't, I didn't think we was going to have some gems. This podcast was really just being just transparent and have a little story time about our little business history. Yeah. Uh, But that's so true. Yeah. We never have to compete with one another. Nope. And sometimes in marriage, you have to switch it up. It's your, Okay, you going? You I got you. I'm your you, baby. You better go. Right up, you're it. Let's go. It's your turn. But y'all have to be able to recognize the seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, recognize the seasons that you're in, yeah. so that you can know when it's your go time. I'm your cheerleader. When it's my go time, you my cheerleader. That's and it. that's the good thing about marriage that's good alright y'all y'all heard it straight from Sam when you when you're covered you ain't gotta compete you better <laughs> preach man I call. y'all y'all have been tuning in to the business of marriage if y'all can please go leave a review I know Spotify is kinda hard to figure it out We listen let me know if you can't find it we're going to go ahead and look at those reviews give some we're going to start giving some shout outs so reading some reviews and giving some listener shout outs. so please go and do that once again follow us on instagram at tova jones
0: and sam jones 0608
1: once again we really love y'all until next time peace